Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our amazing co-producers here at Reverie Studios, and we have a special gift for y'all. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever you use to stream media, use code KAT2017 for 10% off of your first three months. That's KAT2017 for 10% off of your first three months. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure that you are tuned in every Thursday for a new episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hey guys, we are in the studio and Ken J, well I call him Ken J, but um, little Kendall is MIA today. He's working on the clock, but we do have a special guest, Miss Amber's Closet. Hi girl. Hey. Hey, hey, hey y'all. How you doing? <laughs> hey Amber, thank you for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. And Amber's a Kiss and Tell favorite. She was on actually the original Kiss and Tell back in the day, two, over two years ago. Yeah. So the, you're, you're a no new face to the crowd. And, I think this uh, April we hit two years, right? No, it was February. It was February. Wow. Oh, yeah. The we first did. show was February 8, 2015. Wow. And I first met Amber, I always bring this up, was at Christina Milian's birthday party in 2015 because I said, oh, my gosh, has anyone ever told you you kind of favor Sierra? For whatever reason, I felt the need to say that. Oh, my but gosh. Was, I forgot about that. Yes, at the Supper Club. Well, well, well it was formally known as the Supper Club. Where you Carucci. Yes. It, I met Carucci there, too. And oh you and gosh. I sat at the same table. And yeah, it was, Christina was filming for her show. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was there with my friends. And yes, yeah, yes. And the colorful sh- puppies. So yes. Christina and Karuchi came up and took uh-huh. pictures. The with colorful us and stuff. puppies. Yeah, my you know my best friend Larea. Mm-hmm. She has the her two, she has a vegan dye for pups, and so one's oh, always pink and one's yeah, always yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, that dog crazy. is so cute. They made it on her show, so well, that's why I had it up. <laughs> I was in the background. I was a little blur. Um, I'm still learning the ins and outs of reality TV, but that's the first time that I crossed paths with you, and then I saw you months later for the first ever Kiss and Tell. Mm. Oh my gosh, so, I forgot about that. That's oh, crazy. Oh yes. Throwback, oh yes. we go way back. Way back. <laughs> oh yeah, me and Amber used to be co-workers back in the day for, oh. we're not going to name what company we worked for, but that's actually how I met Matt. Oh, I was going to say, are you going to say it? I'm not, but, but I'm still getting checks from them. Oh yes. Oh, I know, I didn't sign up for that. It's pretty much a reparations for real, because they did people wrong. Mm-hmm. Um... Still cashing Trump check. But so crazy that we worked for, <laughs> like, we worked slave hours. We mm-hmm. were managers for something, and it's so crazy. Yeah, and Amber, let, so me, many years let ago. me tell you what this girl did. She literally, like, hey, we have a new uh, manager, da 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 Oh, cool. She's coming in from Vegas. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's black too. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. She was there for literally a week. She got the company <laughs> to move her across all the way to LA and then drop them like a hot tamale a week I later. Did. Of course. And I was just like, you go, girl, I can't even be mad. I, I did you go back to, to Vegas? Or oh, you? no, no, no. No, she got to LA to mm-hmm. and used them oh, to you, move. Oh, you monkey barred with yes. them and then was like, deuces. <laughs> deuces, exactly. Bye. Girl, I, I have I a career to do. to do. Yeah, I, I got a closet too. to host. Mm-hmm. Out I, of. Like I, went, I went back to that company a few times just because um, I was a business consultant at the time. So okay. there's like slow months or whatever. So I would go back to that company as like a fallback. Okay. And then I, you know, and then yeah. I bounce back to what I have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you were in a very. Yeah. You're in a very fortunate position <laughs> to even have that as an option. They well, needed me. Well, I stacked yeah. all their stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, they needed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I actually went back uh, three times. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, God bless them. 
Um, but yeah, so this been a while. I've I don't remember last time I saw you. Probably Kiss and Tell. It was Kiss and Tell. Yeah, I saw you at Issa Rae. Hollywood Confidential. Yes, yes, yes we were turning up. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. I love good. her. So inspirational mm-hmm. and just so. I'm so proud. I have to shout out Stacey Ike from that. She moderated the panel with um, um, Lauren Logan and who else was on the stage? The girl from. Um, I mean, Lauren hit Browning the floor. and the girl from another own show from Queen Sugar. Oh, there was a oh. girl from Queen, but Stacy Ike, who is she? You all know that I was I'm formerly of the Afterbuzz umbrella with Black Hollywood Live. But Stacy, <laughs> I met Stacy there, and now she has her first show on the OWN Network. She hosts a show every Wednesday night, so it'll be on tonight after Greenleaf. It's called OWN Tonight. Hashtag OWN Tonight. So I'm very, very happy and proud of her. Like I literally cried when I saw the promo because I didn't know that she got her own show. And then I see this commercial and I'm like, oh my gosh, one of my former colleagues is doing oh, wow. it on the OWN Network. Workouts. Shout out to Steve too because I actually met him years ago at a birthday party that my friend was in town for. And that was before Hollywood Confidential even existed. So he's oh. built the momentum behind yeah. that. Uh, Steve, uh, that's the Hollywood way. You got to keep going. Got to build that momentum. So shout out to Steve Jones, I believe his name. Was. Steve Jones. Steve something. Some of the J. But yeah, well, we had brunch um, this Sunday. Oh my goodness! So we celebrated Mason's birthday. Happy birthday, Mason! Happy birthday, Mason! And the brunch was at Pro and Proper on on Spring Street in DTLA. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, you guys, this this <laughs> brunch was a lot of things, darling. This is why Kendall needed to be here today. Mm-hmm. A Ooh, lot of things. It was a lot of things. But anyway, um, so we're in the brunch, and I go to the restroom, and I notice that Sean Robinson is there. You know, the TV host. I see Cookie Johnson, EJ's mama. And um, and Sheree Fletcher, Will Smith's ex-wife. I love her. And then out of nowhere, when I get to the table, out of nowhere, we see Jason and I notice that Asante and Kid Fury, shout out to the friend zone and the read. They hit the corner because they were joining Mason's brunch with us. But shortly mm-hmm. after them, the queen... What is, what is she the queen of? Of the, hip-hop soul. The bruncherie? Oh. The queen of hip-hop soul hits the corner. And that is none other than Mary V.J. Blige. Oh. And we didn't know. <gasps> Wait, why are you salty? We didn't know that it was Mary. At, fir- at first, I, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I thought I it was someone know. playing. I didn't know. Because she was in full Mary drag. She right. had the blonde oh. shroom wig on. Mm-hmm. And the, the and Catwoman boots. The, right, the Catwoman boots. And she's such a svelte woman. I was like, yes, God, MJB. But it was really her. And she was very pleasant. Um, and she was joining Sean Robinson and all of the girls for brunch. So that was really nice. Wow. Yeah, no, it was funny. And then I think one of my favorite parts of the actual brunch was when they had a debate on who was more innocent on the podcast. And it it it, it, it was I said it was re- Shar. It was resounding. Well, yeah, I, right. I know me. all three of you guys right away. I would say Shar. Thank right. you. I already know because it's irrefutable fact. And really. we've talked about relationships and how we are on the panel, and it seems we're more <laughs> in line with mm-hmm. like you're not gonna just get these goodies. On- I'm the nine. I saw something, no, literally, I saw this tweet yesterday that really spoke to my heart. It's a ministry. It said, it was to the effect of when I deserve, I'm somewhere in between, I deserve dick, but dick don't deserve me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that's what? a word. <laughs> I'm somewhere in between, I deserve dick. But dick don't deserve me. I love that. That so is a much. ministry. I, if that I doesn't become like a t-shirt it, right now, that is that is that's a mood. It is a mood. And you can you can interchange, you know, dick or peanut. You can interchange that with other words. 
I'm somewhere Talk. in between. No, I'm saying Ooh, that's the worst. <laughs> I'm saying how it pertains to your situation. Right, right. You right, know, right. you can say I feel like I deserve vagina, but vagina yeah. don't deserve. Oh, me. that's what I am. Right. That's what I did in my mind. Yes, mm-hmm. I went to. Oh yeah, because yeah. but it's a ministry. I like punani. So yes, Ooh, punani. that's better. Punani. Remember that from what Bubble movie Boy. was that? Bubble Boy. No, it's it's Bubble a black Boy. movie. Yes, it's a black movie that was out before Bubble Boy. Punani Poetic or... justice. Oh, in the, yeah, yeah. In the nail salon. Do you want to smell my Punani? <laughs> yeah, that's it. But Punani... She's, for, you're not, she's all excited. Punani, <laughs> Punani in the movie for the woman was her breath. So she mm-hmm. ends up blowing her breath in the guy's face. It was mm-hmm. quite, quite entertaining. But going back to the point that you brought up, I am the most innocent. I forgot who was second and who was the... the I was the least innocent. You released, and then Kendall, I could admit that. Have you I, read the book? After Kendall was in the middle. I would. Uh, I that's Pog exactly what I would sex say. Parties. Right. Kendall second. Sorry, Jace. Oh, I. I Jace, you're I the know worst. That. I'm, and I'm not, not that I would. I'm not I'm calling the you a hoe. Innocent. You're the worst. <laughs> I mean, I've had my phases, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm very public about it too. So I have no fight. We had fun at brunch, though. I yeah. can't remember the last time I've went out to eat with you. Yeah. No, I remember last time it was when we had the photo shoot that you were an hour late for. Oh yes, <laughs> I was late. Because, I was late because I left my house keys into in an Uber, and I needed to go get my damn keys. Yeah, so we were locked out. Because he was not going to bring them to me, so I went to Van. He Nuys. is not me, the guy that the Uber driver. I went to Van, but no, sometimes Uber driver. I've never lost anything prior to that, but I've heard stories of them turning. You in the area? He I had got just my dropped, laptop returned to me. He had, now that's rare. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now you in New York. You had just uh, left the Target that you dropped me off at. I said, hey, I don't have my keys. You could have U-turned. But I had to wake up the next day and travel from the Eagle Rock area to um, Van Nuys to get my keys. Absolutely. That had my post up, my, my P.O. box key to it. I need to check my mail. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the last time I went out to eat with you. Right, but we right, had right. a lot <laughs> of fun at that brunch. Yeah, um, shout out Bear, and shout out to Claxton too, who is um, in Ibiza. Spanos's birthday. I told him happy belated. I didn't mm-hmm. know he was in Ibiza. Yeah, he kind of hates me right now because oh. I wasn't able to go. But I love you. Well, Claxton. shit happens. What you been up to? Just hustling. We Amen. just had the biggest lesbian event this past weekend. I don't know Dana if you guys Shore. know that. I saw Dana your Insta stories. The weekend after. I mean, you're the guys' weekend is before. And what is that called? The, the week white before. Party? Oh, I thought it's a whole weekend. To touch. Oh, it's into the touch in Vegas. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's in Palm Springs. There's a big Latino gay Oasis? man. I don't know. I just, I thought you. I wouldn't know. That ain't no, my league. No, Latino is at the end of, uh, Latino Oasis is at, is at the end of April, the last weekend, I believe. But oh, well, there's a guy, there's a gay men's event the weekend before us, and it's usually at the same venues. Mm. And then the next weekend, it's always the big Is it inclusive? That is invite. it like the Abbey where it's mostly white? I think so. I was okay. gonna say that because my guy friends that I know went are of the Caucasian. Oh you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but diaspora. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also know because Gabe told me. Uh, Gabe's the one that remember I think one on one of our panels he talked about it, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll be there this weekend because he had just left. Latino but, Oasis. I think that's what he's talking about. Because uh, being Gabe actually being honored for Latino at the end. It's yearly. No, but he went to the, this one too. I don't know what it's called, but we just know. had the big lesbian event, and it was like I was promoting it last year. I did Dinah, which is more, I would say, like yeah, you know, white um, lesbians, and then mm. there is Crave, which is their rivalry, which is more urban, 
lesbian mm. kind Where's of Where's Crave so, at? Crave is in... Um, last year, they were a block and a half away from each other, which is crazy. Oh, the same goodness. weekend? The same weekend. They did it Ooh, on purpose because pretty much... <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, this the, a popular lesbian that was on The Real L Word on Showtime, she used to be partnered with Dinah Shore. Okay. And then Dinah Shore kind of did her wrong, so she started her own event. Mm, and I'm friends okay. with her, and so... Last year they were kind of upset that I did Dinosaur, but hey, you know I wanted to hi- I wanted to be that one to bring more color to Dinosaur, right? Absolutely. Because everybody Being knows inclusive. that, yeah, and thinks that they're you know racist. So Ari and I, my friend Ari, wanted to be that Ari. person, yeah, <laughs> that changed that a little bit. But mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, every minute I found myself bouncing back to Crave. So this year I hosted Crave. Um, Sunday was the craziest day. We had Remy Ma. And so she did ten put the touch. I was about to say she's oh, been okay, making yeah. her LGBT mm-hmm. rounds. How you doing, Remy? <laughs> Shout out to Remy. She has. She killed the stage. I'm very much on Nikki's side with this whole thing, Ew. but she killed the stage. Oh, oh, Shar. Oh, Shar. <laughs> Ew. Don't get me started. The, title the of real, episode. the oh, real. Sure. Don't get me started. The real undisputed queen of rap is Sharice from the Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh Which lord, this Potomac situation. <laughs> My friend's sister's on that show. The new Michelle. Uh, they, she hasn't been introduced yet. Yeah, um, I don't know, but yeah. That sounds exciting, though. It was cool. It was a turn up. So that's why mm-hmm. my voice is still like this. I'm still recuperating. I like it. It's, it's sexy. sexy. <laughs> it's sexy. Thank you. It's very mm-hmm. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. We're Virgos. So yes. Yeah, I love that. It's very hot. Well, we're going to switch the episode up for all you listeners that have been attentive for the past year, almost two, two years, almost. Yes, it'll be two years in August. In August, yeah. So we are actually adding some elements to the episode. So we have a couple new things coming down. So Kendall will be joining on for a full effect. But Right. Yeah. I hate that he can be here as we're in- implementing these new things. But it's okay. Too. It's okay. We'll it- see Kendall next week now that we're weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, so on this week's LGBT Corner... Which is going to highlight positive LGBT news. I wanted to just shout out all of my sisters and brothers that uh, not only got to attend this past weekend's GLAAD Awards Mm -hmm. that took place on April 1st, um, but also were recipients um, and winners. And that speaks to... In particular, the brunch that we went to because Mary J. Blige was a presenter. Uh, Cookie Johnson was a presenter. So I was wondering if this was like an after, but it was someone's birthday. I saw on Sean's Instagram. But I wanted to shout out. (laughs) I follow her already. Journalism at its finest. Our mothers share a birthday. And speaking of my mother's birthday, which is September 11th, one of the uh, most touching moments of the GLAAD Awards that I saw was Patricia Arquette, who I no longer really have beef with. I had beef with Patricia after her Oscar speech few years ago when she uh I don't even want to get into it but anyway you got to google it but anyway Patricia uh lost her sister who happens to be a trans woman her name was Alexis Arquette now personally I don't know Alexis from any movies I know Alexis from the VH1's The Surreal Life Darling I think that's the show that she was a part of but Alexis lost her battle with I think she died from complications of AIDS um, on September 11th, which happens to be my mom's birthday. She died this past year. And so Alexis, uh, forgive me, Patricia uh, gave a very, very, very gripping speech. Mm. Very gripping speech on behalf and in acknowledgement and in respect and in remembrance of her sister that I just thought was just... Like I said, it was it was gripping. You're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna your allergies are gonna be working up while while watching this right. speech. So right. I encourage everyone 
to go on YouTube because Patricia Arquette's speech from this year's GLAAD Awards is on YouTube and check it out and just, you know, take care of each other. Amen. And rest in peace, Alexis Arquette. Amen. We are family. Oh, yes. Do you have anything to add for the LGBT corner of this episode? Yeah, most of it is like uh, global stuff. Um, do you guys get this alter alter reward? No, what is this? Oh, yeah, you guys got to sign up to it. So pretty much, I mean, there was good and bad news. Um, but the guy that invented the rainbow flag, he died. And then, but yes, I but saw that on TMZ. Have been like doing stuff like across the world to like. So I think that was good to like pay homage like, to him, yeah. like pay their respects. But then also, um, Ghana has been putting out like a lot of pictures in their media to show that there are LGBT people there and that they are just alike everyone else mm. to obviously gain respect in Africa for LGBT, right. which um, so is great. A very touchy subject in that continent. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that because I would talk about Gabe with it all the time because I'm going there mm. in October to do a huge LGBT event okay. hosting it. So Let me get your shots. I know, right? Of course. Foreign country. Um, um, okay, cover girl, cover like, boy. Wanna, like, <laughs> I'm just saying. If you want to talk about any of that. Yeah. James Charles or whatever the hell his name is. And this, right. in India, um, obviously, like the LGBT gets treated um, bad, but there's an LGBT group that are using music and recording music to pretty much show the same. So I was... That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. I'm glad for any advancement anywhere because I know I realize I, I'd be remiss to acknowledge that even though we are in extremely shitty conditions in this nation, we have it better than a lot of mm. um, other people. Where's fuck it? Phuket. Oh. Thailand. <laughs> I'm gonna... I know because... <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I said it Hold like on, that at it first. It is called P H U K E T. I said fuck it. Yeah, that's how I pronounced it when I first went. I heard somebody say that. Phuket. 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 I'm literally gonna retire there, so I know it. Like oh. I want to go to this pride so. You're planning to retire? Yeah. I mean, I'm hey. trying to retire in like seven years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> like, I, it was five, but I'm just going to give myself a full steam ahead. Yeah. You got to work your ass off for that. Well, that was that was a nice little highlight. And what's the name of the uh, newsletter again? Altori World. A L T U R I World. And yeah, I get these newsletters, and then pretty much it's an update of. Anything that's going on that is LGBTQ related throughout the world. Okay. And then it breaks Global. it down as far as in continents, like what is happening in each continent. continent. And I like to add it in my news videos that I do once a month mm, on my YouTube mm-hmm. channel and let everybody know what's going on. I talk about things that are happening in the world as well as our LGBTQ community. It's important, of course. And what is your news channel? Oh, Amber's Closet is my YouTube channel, if you guys want to yes. check that out. The good old closet, Amber's Closet honey. 33. Yes. The good old closet, honey. Well, I want to start off with my topic, because this is how we're going to be formatting things. So yes. my topic this week, I think I'm going to do two. Two topics. But the first of which, I have a question for both of you all, and then, of course, I will answer my own question as yes. the roundabout. What do you think is the hardest part about dating you? Just one? Um, hardest parts about dating you. I could give a top two. One okay. of the biggest issues that I've had is just the job that comes with it. You know, I, I like to date people who have a nine to five who want to watch Grey's Anatomy on a Wednesday night. But sometimes Thursday. on Wednesday. It is Thursday night. <sighs> 
TGIT. Whatever night TGIT, it is, baby. Shout I was naming a random show on a random night during the weekday, Monday through Friday. <laughs> sit down, have dinner, da 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 da. But not all the time I could do that. I have to go to events. I have to go to different things. And sometimes, like, I don't have a nine-to-five job. So you're saying that the hardest, one of the hardest things about dating you is people have to accommodate. They have to work with your schedule. They have to understand, accommodate. And I work with them, too, because people have told me, like, you know what, like, boo, like, I don't see you. Mm -hmm. And especially, like, last year was crazy. I was in New York, like, for three months. And so... I think scheduling and kind of like uh, the time, then also kind of going in public and people. I had an issue with this one time a long time ago, mostly in New York, where people kept coming up to me like in clubs, like, hey, Jace, hey, Jace, hey, Jace, hey, Jace, hey, Jace. And so when I'm out in social settings, you know, hey, what's up, give them a hug, da da da, maybe do a small chit chat and then kind of go on. But that was kind of an issue because, well, how do you know him? Well, how do you know? Oh, and I came no. from insecurity. And I came no, from no. insecurity. That don't have nothing to do yeah. with you. It the doesn't. question is you. Yeah. What do you think is the hardest part about dating you? Somebody being insecure and not knowing their worth or their value in the relationship ain't got nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. I've been so, told I'm intimidating. Amen. Okay. And I don't think that I am. I think I'm sweet as pie. Okay. Oh, that's a lie, but. I, that's why I'm, I let you have that. I, you see <laughs> I'm not I, sweet as pie, but I'm, I'm a, I'm a lot see, I just more said, okay. compromising than people think that I am. I will say that. Mm-hmm. But I, I am very, I th- I'm stubborn. I'm very stubborn. Um, yeah. Are you so emotionally stubborn. available? That's a good one. Right now, no, absolutely not. And I don't like, and I don't like dating to be honest. When I'm with you and I like you, let's go to dinner. Let's go to date, dating. vacation. No, like if I'm with you, but like prior to that, like people who oh, are you don't trying like to the, ask me to date, you don't like or the lead to know up. me. I'm just like I don't want to know your favorite color or how many siblings you have, like. I've oh, done this. No. I, really? I, I'm not that person. So how do you expect Same. to usher in your next chapter, your That's next relationship? Saying. Or are you going to keep playing uh, I guess God will repeat love. I don't, I, but honestly, every single person that I have dated has not come from a dating situation. You know, all the people I date have they've been like mutual friends. Maybe that's or, the problem. Yeah. Maybe so you have need, they pushed you maybe into you this need category? to get into no, a dating no, situation. No, no. It's been something that's kind of organically happened. I haven't tried to, you know, manifest something or like, oh, I'm gonna date this person, I'm gonna go and this is what's gonna happen. It's always been a situation where I encounter somebody in some which were whether it's a one night stand or a party or something, and we end up getting to know each other and like each other. It's not something that Well after a one night stand, don't you know all you need to know? No, because I have hearts and brains. Well, yes, I understand that, but I don't. I can't imagine myself just speaking for me, starting a seri- a serious relationship off of a one night stand. I've done. I've, that I've, sets precedence for the relationship. That uh, sets precedence. It can, and it can. We were drunk and we had sex at a cl- in a closet at a party, right? And not a but closet. Not like <laughs> Amber's closet. <laughs> we got drunk. We got drunk and had sex in Amber's closet at a party. <laughs> And now there's a relationship that's supposed to... St- I'm not saying I that mean, it's an impossible. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is I just don't see... It's not feasible for me. But if it happened. works for I, you... I know people who have, you, who have had one-night stands or had grinder hookups, and now they're engaged. Wow. Yeah. But that yeah. means... And that's the, that's does that mean that they're also having threesomes and orgies? Because a lot of people... Not necessarily. I, a lot of people I know like that are not having threesomes and orgies. That's an assumption, but not necessarily. And sex parties. I mean, Sex dungeon, like candy. What? I mean, it can be done. <laughs> if somebody, like, if, if two people, like, meet each other, they have that connection, and they are just two sexual people, they can figure that out how true. to turn it down and, like, you know, and just engage in themselves. I mean, but in general, it's it's hard to do that. I would say the percentage I of think that for gaming, it's a little bit different. Because yeah. gaming are able to have a physical 
interaction, if you will, and be able to still be friends or still date or whatever, because they know like this is a physical interaction and nothing more. Right. I could. There's been people I've messed around with, and like we're just like, hey, what's up, homie? And it's not something where I see them in public, and I'm just like, oh, that one time. Like, yeah. no, it's just like that happened, and then it was over, and then we moved on with our lives. So I think it's a little bit different, like a man's psyche, the way we deal with each other. I purposely am not no. trying to have sex, but I'll let you. <laughs> no, seriously, I because I feel like it's it, for... you're the one that like the 90 day rule. Uh, no, I don't. I don't do that Steve Harvey bullshit. But what I'm saying <laughs> is that I uh, and I've shared this on the podcast before. I'm very uh, uh, premeditative in the way that I navigate as a trans woman because everything's so fetishy. Mm-hmm. Like guys, a lot of guys that are trans attracted, it's it's such a fetish, and it's like a conquest, another notch on your belt. You know, it's like an itch you need to scratch. You don't. You're not looking at me as a person. You're looking at me as. Because you might have only been exposed to trans women on Jerry Springer and through Pornhub. So mm-hmm. you're not viewing me through my humanity and what I bring to the table. It's literally let me get my rocks off. So mm-hmm. I stay away. I, mm-mm, I'm mm-hmm. not having sex on the first date. I know. Oh, yeah. Even, even yeah. if I want to. Well, I know to. for lesbians. They, like, even if the... I want Oh, they to. do. Listen, I went to this <laughs> event, like I said, with my whole group. And everybody, like, you know, I see how lesbians move. I'm just not that person. I don't want to be attainable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me either. I don't want the stories coming out when I charge myself. People, like, talk (laughs) and people, like, spread rumors about me when I was very, like, just trying to come out and saying that I'm a player. But it's just girls claiming. And I'm like, I didn't even have that experience with you. So I've been very much arm's reach. You know what I'm saying? So... I, I don't know. I would say I'm a gentlewoman. Like, I want to get to know you. I want our connection, our sexual connection, to be on point. And listen, it's got to be worthwhile, go- baby. My, like, my sex game is on point. If I just give it out, I'm going to have girls knocking down my door every day. I don't need those Ooh. problems. I'm going to just stick to this one. I'm on point. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I'm just, I pay attention. I'm a pleaser. I do a little bit more than others when it comes to dating and really paying attention to somebody. Yeah, and you're attentive. And that's the hardest thing, I think, for me to date me. I'm a lot. I like, mm. I know everything. I pay mm. attention to every detail. I'm I know what lot. you need before you need it. And sometimes that scares people. They're like, well, shit, I haven't experienced this before. I don't know what to do. And like, you know, I think with my current situation. So you're situation, very observant where you can clock things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I pay attention Behavior to all Behavior patterns and. Yeah. And body language and mm-hmm. you're lying. Oh, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm What's her girlfriend's name again? Brandy. She's so pretty. Or Ava. Ava Pearl is, you know, is her singing name. So that's oh. pretty much what she goes oh, by. Oh, she sings? Mm-hmm. I met her at, singing um, in the at lesbian night at um, Fantasy Fridays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's <laughs> yeah. so cute. No, she is gorgeous. And she was straight, very much, or is straight. Very much straight. I'm her first girl. So there was a lot we had to like a lot to figure unpack. out. Yeah. I thought at the beginning of us, I was going to be her little secret. And I was cool with that because I had just got out of a relationship and like, she's gorgeous. But um, yeah, it, but she was cool. Like I would say after a couple of weeks, she was telling all her family that, hey, this is my now? woman. Wow. Oh, I meant all of, I'm cool with all where the family. They, where's the family from? Arizona or Arizona and here. Okay. Oh, yeah. one of the most conservative, conservative. states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ooh, it's been build cool. that wall station. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been good. But That's yeah, I would good. say I'm a lot in that way. But then what you said, I'm the opposite. I can't date anybody with a nine to five because my job is so crazy. I need you. I might need you to go to the drop a dime with me and then go to some random event. So I want your schedule to be flexible, or I'm never going to see you mm-hmm. because it didn't work out like that in the last my last relationship. Wow. Like w- literally, I was leaving to an event almost every night when she was getting home. You know what I'm saying? I never saw her, and that's a problem, right? And then um, if no one's making effort, 
there. So I would say those are the two hardest things for me. Like I'm a lot and mm-hmm. I need some attention. And then, you know, my schedule. Right. Like, I don't know. I would say yeah, for me, <laughs> I, be- I believe the, the. Not on my watch. <laughs> I believe the hardest thing about dating me would be. We're not getting any. I am no 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 I oh oh we gets it clank clank but I am moody like the wind like I am moo moo moody and the hormones don't help the estrogen don't help I just gave myself a shot this morning TMI but the hormones do not help and um I believe that I guess because I'm always trying to see what people. I, I don't want to say that I have this wall up where I feel like people have ulterior motives when when men approach me, but it's just because so many cishet men are just <sighs> scum. Like they are just they 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 just are in my opinion and in my experience. So in my lived experience. So um I I would say that that is the hardest thing about dating me. I am I am moody. I will be all up under you one minute and then I will be asking you to leave the next cuz I <laughs> I need 5 minutes. Like you know like that that like but that's leave, women leave? though. That's women yeah. in general. You're good. Like you just got to find somebody cuz I'm that type of person like I kind of like that because I don't like to just be comfortable. I like you to like I like to be what in in like I don't know I like someone being different at all times so I'm not bored mm-hmm. yeah so I like that I but, actually look for somebody that's kind of like you know like what's going on with you I, right now I will say that to to counteract <laughs> that to counteract my moodiness I am a I am naturally very nurturing I love cooking I'm domesticated okay yes so I love cook like come I, on I, meals I fit <laughs> I fit into that binary I fit into that gender stereotype because no. those are things that I enjoy doing you know that if I'm your girl I'll never have an off day my nails stay done my makeup stays with the light batter you know um (laughs) my hair will be curled like I enjoy those things I enjoy pleasing men through food and through dates and things like that and I like surprises so um, to counteract my moodiness you know it's a pro and a con Mm -hmm. and then I would say because I wasn't prepared for two the second hardest thing about dating me since everyone shared two Mm -hmm. um um, I have a tendency to uh, let my own personal insecurities get in the way. So it wouldn't matter how much you complimented me on something. If I am insecure about an aspect, that's something that with myself I have to work through. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in, not insecure like speaking to the point that you brought up, Jay. Right, like, right, why right. you hugging her? Why you like? No, I, it, I don't project mm-hmm. that. I don't project that onto mm-hmm. my mate. It's just things with my own self that I may not like, you know, physically or or what have you. And there's no m- amount of encouragement. And I get that that might be exhausting for my potential partner. There's mm-hmm. no uh, amount of encouragement that you could give me that I've experienced that would turn that around to be like, you know what, babe? You know, Like I have a tendency From to- your mate. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. What are you doing for yourself to like better that? Because I'm pretty sure that anybody, I mean, a lot I'm of people actively, listening may go through that. Mm-hmm. We all like kind of go through situations. Yeah. So what are you doing to like kind of better that for yourself? I mean, I know that I actively try to unpack my insecurities and get to the root of them and address them, but that's the point I'm trying to make. It happens on my time. Yeah. There's no amount mm-hmm. of so you can't be around pushing. Unpacking. There's no amount of pushing Char on the uh, you know or giving Char little pats on the back that's going to speed that process up that I've experienced from a man. I've experienced it from friends like okay you know you know Kendall was right Kendall provided this perspective or Jace did this but as far as someone that I'm dating it's no amount of that um like I said that I've experienced and that can be I I, I understand how that can grow exhausting 
Like, okay, this bitch is com- complaining about her back fat every day. But I keep telling her, you know, babe, you look fine, da 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 And she's like, I beat up on myself. I openly admit to that. I am, we are our worst I mean, critics. but like, like, that's what women do. Like, mm-hmm. I've been hanging out with my parents for the past two weeks because they're moving. And my stepmother, shout out to Marseille, who's always in the front row of Kiss and Tell, but she's mm-hmm. always she's a complainer, and that's how she gets stuff. Now I'm chest. I'm no complainer. No, she's a complainer. She I'm gets not stuff a complainer. Off her chest. But like that's the way that she and she doesn't want advice. That's just how she gets it off. And so we kind of complaining understand. runs people away. I try not to complain, especially when you complain about the same stuff over and over again. That that can be fairly isolating to to your audience that you're complaining to. Um, so I try not to complain, mm. but it's it's thing. I know for me, but even it is. if you mention it every day, somebody might interpret it as complaining. Because if I, well, I don't mention you it every day, day, I wake up with you. And we're like we're dating, we're together. I wake up with you every day, and six out of seven of the days you woke up and you complain about your back or says, mention something about your back fat. <laughs> At mm-hmm. some point, I'd be like, stop complaining about it and come to the gym with me. Like do something, put something. Well, in I mean, place I've acted like that. I mean, I, I you know, I try to. It's not like I'm complaining and not taking any action. But what I'm saying is, it happens on my time, mm-hmm. and I don't. Yeah, I do, I make someone a, giving Shar a compliment is not going to help. That it's process. not going to counter yeah. she right. Has to and do I know from experience how complaining can run people away. So I make a conscious decision when I go through the throes of life that I'm venting. That's why I'm journaling now because that is the easiest way for Ooh, me to. Is good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and I bought a pricey one. I can't Ooh. I can't journal in some composition notebook or some neat <laughs> notebook because if it's pretty, I feel more inclined to write. So I have this nice Oprah-esque journal with gold pages. And, oh my gosh, me too. And, I have it in the car actually. And I'm moss growing what? on the side. Yeah. <laughs> and I journal. I, that's where I let out my life's burdens so I don't go to, I, I don't feel as much pressure as to release onto my friends or unpack onto my mom. Um, and that has been very therapeutic. But I would say those are the top two uh, things that are the worst things about dating me. I am moody and I'm kind of stuck in my ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scheduling conflicts stuck in their ways and being a I don't mind the scheduling conflict though. because I like my space. I do because <laughs> I knew well, you would say that. I can't. Right? No. See, we would as, have as, problems. As Char said like, on where Twitter, you at? I don't like to watch TV with other people, but I like someone who has a normal life because it gives me a sense of like. Sanity. And I don't like people who, I know that this is hard in Hollywood, but I think my ideal mate, I go back and forth with this, my ideal mate wouldn't work in the industry, but would have mm-hmm. to work in the industry. Mm-hmm. Only because in my experience, people who are not in the same industry or vying for the same industry, they don't, they don't understand They don't understand mm-hmm. my complaints. Right. I exactly. experienced right. this with my friends <laughs> back home in Chicago. Like, I can't complain about something going on in Hollywood because you, working your cushy Blue blue Cross Blue Shield insurance job, are not going to understand where I'm coming from. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I would prefer someone in the industry so they could understand, but who you wheeling and dealing with? Because this is a a salty, shady industry, so who you wheeling and dealing with? So I go back and forth with that. Do I I want someone who works? It's tough to date in L.A. for all these reasons. Like, it's just tough. I mean, you want to be somebody in the industry, but then you hear some bad things about the industry or like right. people getting around or like, you know, it's, it's like, like, do I want to work, date the construction worker, which has happened, or do I want to date the agent? Like it, either one is making my skin crawl right now. Yeah. Worker. I, I, or so I you, or so like you inter- think I want two separate ends of the spectrum. I'm or so you think ass life. And then I could just come home from whatever I've, I, 
I like it. I need the entrepreneur. I've dated both. The creative the type. It's like, or so you, right. I need someone to go through the throws with me. Yeah. I need a J to the B. I need a Stedman to mm-hmm. the O. Sell, <laughs> sell insurance and I'll go oh, make this Um So Shar is actually going to take over Kendall's other topic for today. Well, this wasn't Kendall's topic. These I know, are mine. I'm, just saying, I'm filling in three. Kendall's void. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> the second topic, where did I write? Okay, so do you all think, this is just your personal opinion. Uh-huh. And don't give me any answer like, well, that's their business. I mean, it is their business, but I want to know you all's personal opinion. Do you all think that people who stay with cheating partners are weak? No. And why? Um, Well, it depends on the circumstance. If it's something that this person is consistently doing, cheating, 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 cheating. Like Tina Campbell's husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw on Mary Mary every two mm-hmm. months he was coming out instead of just laying it out there mm-hmm. like babe I cheated with every letter in the alphabet from A to Z mm-hmm. he would tell her you know I cheated with you know oh, he two would tell people. her he he would he told her but her issue was that how many times are you going to break my heart like it was like no. it, it happened no. how many times is she going to let it happen it happened well you know that's a good Christian Mary Mary woman so it's like it happened. This is not to hijack your answer, but no, this no, is to ahead. provide context. Mm-hmm. It happened. And when it came to surface, Tina went on this like press tour of how she's standing by her man. That's the godly way. We don't believe in divorce. Jesus. And we're working through it and we're recovering. But instead of giving her the full smorgasbord at one time, it was like every two months. He was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. About about Jackie. See now that and there I was can't there do. was Carissa that one time, and it was every time she was going out of town. So she's out of town touring with her oh, sister Erica. No, no, no. Talking about take the shackles off my visa, and he di- off the, dipping yeah. and doing it in Van Nuys with the worst of the worst. Mm. I don't know. I'm trying to put myself in this situation. I've been in situations where there have been other people involved, and my thing, like one, if you come to me and you tell me, mm-hmm. um, you know, like in Sex in the City, one of my favorite movies. Um, Steve came to Miranda yes. and was like, I cheated on you. I'm, I'm so sorry. Miranda. It'll never happen again. And she flipped out, moved out the house. Da, 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 da. If you come up to me with that approach, I may not receive it right away, but it will take some time to digest and there's a possibility that we will move forward with our relationship. Well, I'll respect you if more I if you find tell me. Out, I agree. If I find out, if I'm on Twitter or Instagram or whatever the case and I see something and I have to do my little research and find out that there's something going on mm-hmm. and I approach you about it and then you lie to me, mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. Right. Well, even, absolutely even not. if I find something out and I approach you about it and you tell me the truth, it's worse to find out. You're mm-hmm. better off yeah. telling tell me. me. Tell me. Michelle tell Williams... Me. Michelle if you Williams. Do, if you want me, then don't talk to me. Michelle, it's not that they don't, don't want you. Me. It's that, that they're greedy. It's not that they don't want you. It's that they're greedy. They're greedy. You're right. Michelle Williams shared on The Real when she co-hosted that she found out that some guy she was dating when he was on tour flew some Twitter girl out. And she, she didn't Michelle get Michelle Williams? From Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Child. Yeah. Oh, wow. And she did not get into detail about how she found out, but all she said was that the girl tweeted about it, like being flown out. <laughs> and she says she broke up with him instantly. Absolutely. Instantly. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very circumstantial. Like, there's, there's a level of... Yeah, so if, it, if it's a one-time physical thing and you come to me and you tell me, there's a possibility that we could work through this. Also, how much do I care about you? Because if it's coming to an end anyways, then, mm, well... Thank you. Bye. Pack my bags. Go on. What about you? But Amber? my first, like, my first reaction is yes, right? I just feel like yes, they're a fool. 
that they're they're it's weak. It's not about oh, being weak. a fool. Sorry. Yeah, weak. like Excuse right me. away, I want to say that, <laughs> but I very much think it's circumstantial. Like I help my, I do live broadcasts about this all the time, and that's like one of the number one things that come up. And right away, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why do you keep allowing this? Because a lot of times when people come to me and like they are asking me, it's a thing where they're constantly going through this. Mm-hmm. Like it's always like repeat offender. Yeah, and then with the it's same just person like, or with different people. No, they take no, the same person with different bodies. Right, but no, with the same person usually, they can't let go of this person that just keeps constantly doing this to them, keeps cheating on them, keeps disrespecting them, it's treating them like shit. It's an emotional crutch. Yeah, and a lot of times it's crazy because some of these people are just really good at being manipulative mm-hmm. and like making their you know main significant other feel like. If I leave you, you're never going to be anything. You'll never be with anybody. So it's really healing on verbal abuse that person, and that's why I would say, you know, yeah, they're weak because they have to get stronger and realize they deserve better, Ooh. and realize that they need to come up out of this situation yes. and 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 do better for themselves. Because some people don't realize that, hey, like love is or relationship is not like this. Yeah. It's just like circumstantial to where where you live or the people around you, or, or how like, you've been conditioned. Is your LGBT community mm-hmm. this big, I, or right. how you've been conditioned? If you grew up seeing Papa be a Rolling Stone to exactly. Mama, then that's what you're going to think. And or Mama, Mama being stays, a Rolling Stone too. yes, or Mom or otherwise, and 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 either party stays. That is what you how you're going to right. view relationships. Mm-hmm. You've been conditioned that mm-hmm. way. Now I think that it. I, I agree with you all that it's circumstantial, but I do think that so many people get lost in. In, in dating in particular with finding someone to quote unquote complete them right when if they are, if they approach the relationship complete within themselves mm-hmm. then it's not an issue you mean incomplete no you no, can complete yourself oh if they, com- yeah, oh, yeah. If they approach it now exactly. myself I have not had a boyfriend in a while but I have dated Jeez. and every no, it's been 11 11 Every guy that when I when I did actually when I was actually in relationships like, oh, this is my boyfriend, every relationship that I was in came to an end because they cheated on me. I pride myself in saying I I have never cheated ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, it was always weird because I never found out. Every guy that has cheated on me has told me and I have immediately cut it off. Wow. There were no second chances. I, I still can remember the sting of some of them. One of them had contracted chlamydia, so he had to tell oh, me because yes. he knows that if he would have passed that shit on to me, there would have been hell to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, but Okay, well, I think this goes right into a good topic that I also want to know your guys' mindset in because this is a a question that came up. Okay, so a lot of times when we said circumstantial, sometimes in people's relationships, some people are one person is more sexually active than the other person or more one person views sex a little bit differently. Not sexually active. Like, I mean... Oh, like has a... Sexual. Um, right, sexual guy. Like, okay, let's say that I'm the type of person where like I need to have sex twice a week or my mind isn't right. Like I need it for my own... Like yes, I get a creative like block and like I kind of need it for myself. But then, you know, my other my partner is cool with having it once a month. Then what do I do if I approach you them? You do a better vetting process. They they shouldn't be your... I, I, I'm I all for compromise, but if you all don't align with something like that, then maybe you shouldn't be together. That's how I look at it. I mean, true, but it, I mean, you have to think about... Because that to me, that doesn't give you a permission slip to go cheat just because I only need it once a month and you need it twice a week. Oh, I'm not looking... No, not as far as a permission slip. Okay. But, but like, kind of being... That not is... Not forced, but like... 
That is like people's number one it's in, in marriages where they've been married for 20 years. And then, you know, the woman probably, you know, yeah. in Mary Mary, L- probably not dropped. giving it out at all. Mm-hmm. And then her husband's sexually active. So, like, you're not paying attention to your significant other's needs. Because you're And I feel like that's stuff. what a relationship is. Like, we have to be here for each other. So but I feel it's like also there's about communication. Oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah. But so. that's the biggest part of this. I'm communicating to you that I need something and you can't bring it to me. So then what? We'll see. We're married for 10 years. What am I supposed to do? We'll see. What I will speak to that is if it's communicated, I want to have sex, then I would like to imagine that a lot of people would find some way to accommodate or compromise with their partner to have where sex they have with sex. Their husband or their wife. But they don't. So right. that's why I was asking. That's, that's why I want to ask you. Mm. I'm, not always do they don't, but I, I look at myself as a very accommodating person because I expect you to be accommodating and communication is at the foundation of relationships. So if you can communicate to me that, you know, you want to do something, you know, and we're in a relationship, then yeah, even if I don't feel like it, I probably will do it because it's all about the compromise. That's what there I, that's how I wanted to answer a similar situation that. where I was actually um, dating somebody who had... Depending on what it is and, now. I don't do everything in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, he enjoyed certain things that we had never done. And so we weren't official at all. Um, were you, you said you all were unofficial? We were unofficial. Okay. We were unofficial. It wasn't It wasn't the cheating was the situation. Um, but he liked to do things that he never told me because he was almost like embarrassed to tell me. And so, but he was still doing it. And so then I eventually found out and I'm just like. Don't play with me. Why Don't didn't we time. have this conversation? Have a conversation. Yeah. And he was like, well, I, I just kind of didn't want to disrespect you. Because you're the person that I actually like, but there's some things I like sexually. Have a conversation with me, boo boo. If you like X, Y, and Z, we could figure out a way to accommodate actually, that. There's some things I will not do. I was about to say some Let's things we cannot accommodate. I will not participate in your scat. And play. am I worth it? You That's the next question. Spit in my mouth and all of that. Like, no. There's certain things that are just grotesque to me. You can spit in my mouth. Oh no, I'm a little bit rigid when it comes to things like that. I, I just, I, I just can't do. You're it. spitting I think in my mouth anyways when you're kissing. That's them. it's different. If I'm French kissing you versus you going in yeah. my damn mouth. For real. Because a derogatory action of it or because yes. the actual sex? Because I'm con- I feel like I'm constantly faced with disrespect. What about like spanking? I'm not oh, going to spank. I'm not, spank. <laughs> I'm not going I to spank. go down. The, I'm not I'm going. Like, I mean, I'm not about to go down the laundry list of my do's and my don'ts. What I will say is there are certain things in the bedroom that I absolutely will not do, and that does not give you an. But up. that's step one. I just put out a video about that last week. Before you get sexual with someone, or it, unless it's a one night stand, before you get in a relationship, I feel like there should be like, hey, what are your turn ons and turn offs? What are the boundaries? Yes. Right. That should be right. number one, and that was the number one in the video I put out. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's where you find out stuff so you find out you know whatever but as we start getting a sexual connection i deserve the respect to tell me that you want something else and to see if before i waste my time pursuing a relationship with you because i know that i can't fulfill that area that you need exactly and i will never be comfortable with fulfilling that area that you need i'm not gonna play with you tell me six or eight months in you just wasted six months of your time and mine that's that's not cool right So just be honest, just be honest. And we'll, we're grown. So we can all 17. agree. We can all agree that it's circumstantial, that people who stay with cheaters. I do like what you said, that that, that until they find the, the strength that they need in themselves to move the hell mm-hmm. on, then it, it is a weakness because people mm-hmm. will pray and be manip- That's why you need to know yourself right. before you need to, before you go about trying to get to know somebody else. Exactly. I was actually in an Uber maybe a couple played. of weeks ago and I was with the driver. I was actually a passenger this time. And we're talking, going back and forth, and he was just basically saying, like, you know, I have issues dating because he was um, Armenian. 
he had a very thick accent, English was broken, and he felt like the reason, the root... Is that your type? <laughs> That's your type. Middle Eastern um, men love me like mm-hmm. the like the last rib on the shalala. The deep valley wow. of Apishar. Um But yeah, I he can't even go to the Glendale Galleria without mm-hmm. like like Middle Eastern. I don't know. With the I'm, true religion jeans. I'm and their kryptonite. Own. <laughs> I am kryptonite. Uh, but he's basically going on. He like I have issues dating because you know my English is broken. I'm this. I'm that. Da, da, da. I was like, look, dude, like. I'm a gay black man, so I can't go to the grocery store and be like, hey, dude, I like you. I think you're cute because I may get punched in the face. Mm -hmm. I was like, so everyone has their own little issues. I said, when you find, when you, I was like, do you love yourself? And he was like, well, I'm getting there. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. When you get to that peak level of loving yourself, find someone that loves you just that, just as much. And I kind of piggybacks on what you said, Shar, about, you know, being complete when you get into a situation. Because you'll make sound decisions based on your worth. Because if, if you don't you feel like you're dating, working, if you're out here dating for trying trying to over. find someone to complete you, that's, that's why I have like, issues with that wording. Mm-hmm. I need someone to complete me. My, if mm-hmm. you go about dating, like, you will never be fulfilled because right. you don't even complete your damn self mm-hmm. first. God. You don't love through yourself love, fully. I'm it. You will never complete your, <laughs> you will never <laughs> get fulfilled. God. That bridge was that's amazing. Right. You know both. You're singing all my songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, how's that on the bridge go with Michelle? When she starts I don't singing. have to cry no more. I don't have to weep no more. I have to cry no more. I ain't got to weep no more. I don't know. It's really good. That should be my biggest song on repeat. Four hour drive in. But anyway, you do have to find find it in God though. Mm-hmm. I found it in God. And the God in you. Because we are about we are made in His image. So yes. call us by mm-hmm. our names. Mm-hmm. Some intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. Come Damn. on, Erica. Pastor Badu. Amen. So <laughs> we we gonna get wrap up the topics for today, but we're gonna get into a new shout out. So we're gonna start incorporating, um, you know, people that listen to the podcast, people that um, hang out, tweet us. We like to be tweeted, interactive, interactive. Give us a shout out. The hashtag is at, or oh, sorry, the hashtag is hashtag k a t radio. And we're always, we respond. You know, if you look at the things, like you'll see me, Kendall, and Shar all getting involved. And Amber, I hope you do get involved as well and have a conversation because we really want to um, bring Shar with the audience and start bringing in other people to kind of come in and have questions. conversations, questions. Email sure. us, askkatradio at gmail.com. Um, and we really, these are important topics that we do talk about here on the podcast. And they're fun too. You know, we talk about dating, sex. Um, what's happening in the LGBT community? Gossip. Gossip. Yeah. We kind of tie in pop culture with real life um, social issues. So it's a good show. And we want to really incorporate the conversation because that's what we kind of miss in the LGBT community. It's not all about the rage and, you know, those are all fun. Partying is fun and <laughs> everything is fun. But it's, it's really good to have conversation and lighthearted conversation. It doesn't have to always be sad. Um, so um, we're going to shout out this week. Um, his name is at Blue in Moonlight, aka Mama Yoki. Oh, I love him. And we we both follow him, but he he gets involved. He like literally it's like, very interactive. The every... podcast goes up, and he is ten minutes after the podcast. Like, well, this da, 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 commenting. Yeah. So he he's, he must very be very interactive. Yeah. So he I don't even great know tweets, he's... great perspective, mm-hmm. funny too. He yes. he likes Kendall's perspective. <laughs> That's always... blue. Underscore, I mean, not underscore, blue letter in moonlight. But I want, we could ask him what that stands for because I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe it's something with the movie. The movie? Moonlight. moonlight. Oh. 
I was like, you haven't seen it? I've seen it twice. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else you want to share, Amber? Any shout-outs? What's going on? What's the, what new projects do you have working on? You could, uh, can I know contracts be pending? Oh, right. Let's not get sued. I am trying to work on a lot of things right now. I'm I'm wanna I'm I'm gonna start with know your status. Uh-huh. And of course and like spread and then go into panels talking your status? about know your status is um basically going to talk to ages from fifteen to twenty four about just uh, with them being sexually active and being smart and safe mm-hmm. and the routes that they can, you know, go and take to make sure that they get tested and um that they're asking for that information from their partners and, you know, and all of that. So that kind of ties in with what you and I want to try to do right. this year. And it's, you know, spreading more knowledge in that realm and as well as doing, you know, more for Absolutely. the There's HIV so many, community. And Yeah. I, it's, I've been um, kind of going around with um, prevention HIV for a while. And one of the things I noticed is that, like, people don't want to talk about sex in these very structured forms when sex is how people are contracting HIV majority of the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's time to kind of like, like you know, like, like you're doing, like having an honest conversation about pre- ways of prevention because there's yeah. a lot of misinformation out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I was reading the statistics this morning just for the African-American community, and it blew my mind. Oh, yeah. And so it's very important, and we have to get out there and share the knowledge and um, and, and get people to realize that, you know, they have options. They have uh-huh. places that they can go, and they – it's important. People think it's it's crazy. I was just reading Lee Daniels recently came out and said that he was um, at one point at his lowest point, he was suicidal. And the way that he was trying to commit suicide was contract HIV AIDS. Mm-hmm. He used and to bath, and bathhouse. At bathhouse. He mm-hmm. would be high on drugs and go to, ba- you know, those gay bathhouses yeah, and have unprotected sex with strangers. Trying to trying, trying to, to contract, contract HIV. HIV, which is not the first time I've heard. Well, that's the first mm, time I've heard that no. in regards to suicide. But I have mm-hmm. heard of of people purposely. Um, yeah, because if you contract it, you have nothing to worry about. Go on your medication. On queer that's, as folk. That's, that's funded by the state. That is, it's a whole deeply rooted. Child, more power to y'all. Right, <laughs> um, but there's prep. There's PEP. There's several things that you get that are out. There's um, task treatment as prevention. So we are taking your medication every day. Your viral load will be so suppressed that you will not pass on the virus. So condoms are not the only way to prevent HIV. So get knowledge. Get informed. There's always abstinence and masturbation. Says the nun. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying the safest sex is self sex. Very true. Sex. So our next topic um, is going to be, we've seen the Pepsi commercial. I'm sure every single person listening has seen it as well because it is all over. Kendall Jenner um, did a collaboration with Pepsi, and it's a two-minute and 30-something commercial. And basically, she starts off with this blonde wig, and she has makeup on, and she's just there. And she She's doing a photo out, shoot. A photo shoot, whatever it was, very Hollywood. And she takes well, she off all her superficial <laughs> things and wipes off her her um, her lipstick and takes off her wig, throws it in a black girl's face, um, and then continues on. I didn't pick that up. I, didn't. I did. First of all, let me provide, she tossed it. Let me provide context. Maybe not her face, but her palms. What is going on the entire time? Kendall Jenner is doing a photo shoot, which, I mean, she's a, a model. She is actually the first model since 92, since Cindy Crawford, to have a global sponsorship from Pepsi or be the global spokesperson. So she is doing this photo shoot and there is a riot taking place or or like a not a riot a march. It was more a, of a march a march, march. so there's a march there's taking smile. place um some type of social social justice march there mm-hmm. was really no target to what group it belonged to right. and as the march is intensifying Kendall is looking 
harder and harder. And then she makes an eye, con- eye contact with the Asian guy who kind of like invites her over, gives her a little head nod. <laughs> and from there, she rips off her blonde wig and wipes off her burgundy lip. And she proceeds to join the march. From there, she grabs a refreshing, crisp, cold can of Pepsi from someone's cooler who she did not ask in this. And she... <laughs> walks up to one of the police officers who's on the front lines in his riot gear. Because he, wa- he wasn't in no, standard... No, he was in regular... He looked like he could he be security. Re- he was just in blue. Really? He didn't have any... I didn't see him... Uh, there was no weapons. There was nothing. He could he have been have security. He didn't have a mask or anything. Just standing there he was... making sure that the area was cool when they were doing their Okay, so I'll, I'll give you that. The way it was pre- so she, but, depicted. Yeah, he was, he was, was like a, barricaded. Like it's a right. human barricade. They're in a row. Right, right, like, right, right. right. crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she hands him this refreshing, cool Pepsi, and he cracks it open and takes a swig. This is also unrealistic. Um, and he looks over at his fellow uh, cop and kind of gives him like a, I guess they aren't that bad after all, kind of like look. Mm-hmm. And then Kendall uh, resumes her spot as this white savior in the middle of this <laughs> march at, on the front lines. And it was just such a Disney-fied view. Of, it was like the Disney princess version of what really takes place. And it was, it was tone deaf and insulting to a lot of people. I just think they were trying to generalize that we all, there's movements going on throughout the world and we all especially now especially with who's the president and what's going on mm-hmm. with terrorist attacks around the world it's time for all of us to get out of what we're doing and pay attention to what's going on in the world and that's how i saw it i mean I that's like, like it. it's straight up i saw the tone deafness in particular the scene that stood out to me and i talked to our one of our producers alia about this um and it's actually quite comical the uh brunch scene in the commercial with the two white women having brunch and toasting with their glass uh pepsi bottles as there is a literal march going on it just spoke to how a lot of white women and a lot of white people just feel so unaffected to things and grievances mm. that face everyday, not saying that they're not everyday people, but face us of color or that identify as a minority. Y'all sitting up here with your brunch as if nothing is going on in this big ass glass window next to but you. But that's what the commercial was supposed to say. Kendall Jenner. What, person, white women are removed? No, I mean, it's showing a person getting out of their norm, their life and not and caring more about them, themselves and their life, like her doing a photo show and getting paid for that she's like hold on there's real issues going on in this world so right. she joins in line with that and they that's picked... our problem in social and our people that are pay attention to what's going on in our world like we it's not enough people and that's why we don't get things done like overseas in europe they get things done if if they try to you know uh what do you call it if they try to charge people for the university they have riots we don't pay attention to stuff like that and we don't stand up for ourselves as much as we should and a lot of times it's because people are so like caught up in their own lives and what's going on in their own lives. And a lot of the time it's understandable, but majority of the time we don't have things like the women's March this past year because people don't pay attention to issues. So how I saw it was, yeah, it's making fun of those people that are not paying attention to what's going mm-hmm. on. So get out of that and pay attention to something else other than yourself. That's not it's how better I, than yourself. I read it as a kumbaya. I, it, it was very kumbaya. And Kendall, and I'll let you go. I think that for me, I... I don't think there was bad intent. I was on a, a Twitter, not Twitter, a it's Facebook bad feed. Bad timing and bad person. Like, you can't put our Kardashian Jenner 
in a movement like this. She was the best pick, because if it was Kim, it would have been a whole nother situation. If it was any of them, it couldn't have been Kylie, it couldn't mm -mm, have been Courtney, mm -mm. it couldn't have been, the, it couldn't have been Rob. One. It couldn't even been Angela Kardashian. Mm -hmm. Kendall, Hashtag it, Black China. Kendall is, <laughs> I would argue, the most empathetic, but that doesn't not give her the green light, because speaking to your point, Amber, Kendall has never, to my knowledge, actively done anything right she has said that she's wanted she's to mentioned stuff yeah and she hasn't because of the criticism that but getting a get. check from getting a check from pepsi is not the way to do that if you want to go to the women's march if you want to go to these different things that are already happening in real life not a set that is right. designed to address something like that's something different but if you're going to come and collect a check from pepsi who you haven't done anything like i saw two from deray like hey if i would i wish i knew i would have had a pepsi i would have not got arrested you know, these people who are Bernice actually doing... Bernice King's tweet. If only right. dad would have exactly. had a Pepsi. On the anniversary. And that's why I think that it did so bad because it was, it came out on the anniversary of Martin Luther King's And it was, ins it was, was insensitive. Was, I think that it was tone deaf yeah. and insensitive. I don't think that she was the right person. I agree with you with that. Mm -hmm. But in general, but I Taylor see But Taylor Swift wouldn't have been either. Ooh. Hell no. Nah. But Ooh. I'm saying like, a like you, they would have really had to pick. I think, listen, I'm all for, I like Kendall Jenner. And I, I am too. one of the few black people who actually likes the Kardashians. However, they should have, and I get that they wanted to do something different, but this was just all wrong. And I place the blame. I think both parties are at fault, but I place more so of the blame on in Pepsi's lap because mm -hmm. Pepsi has mm -hmm. a diverse staff and these things get filtered through different departments and different focus groups and whatever before it gets greenlit to go on air. Mm -hmm. So I don't really blame, I mean, I blame Kendall, but Kendall comes from a pocket of West Valley, Calabasas. She's a 20-year-old white girl who hasn't rich. been exposed to much rich and is a model Privilege. for the S. Day Lauder and Fashion Week and all of that. Pepsi, this is not your first rodeo. But Kendall Jenner's Pepsi knows sister better. also Pepsi has a knows. sex tape out and their family is known for scandal. So, so? Yeah. So they have the right measures. This isn't LaPortia or whatever her face who's like new to the game. Her family has been in the game. So Chris... Who I know when it comes to stocked, activism, stock they do their activism in different ways. Oh, give me ways, a break, Jace. I disagree they talk with about that. Things. Oh, they bring up topics. They are stocked with lawyers and stuff like that to know to greenlight a project. You should know that. Hey, but I we don't know what the initial. We don't know what the initial pitch was. Have a sign in the contract. We don't know. We do not. We also do not know if they even viewed it like that. My my issue is with Pepsi. Knowing Chris Jenner, so your issue it. is with Kendall because Kim did a sex I tape. I did not say that. So what are you? I did not okay, say so, that. Okay, so I said she is not new to the game. So how does her? Yes, she is. Her family is not. How me. how her does Kim's how does Kim's sex tape relate to this? Since you brought I'm that up, I'm saying their entire family is always being scrutinized for something. Okay. So with that said, they have PR people, they have lawyers, they have attorneys, they have a team of people to make sure that their brand stays as. And they thought that they nice were doing a good thing. But but they thought you, they were doing you, a good thing. If Clearly, any person if, they thought that they were. I don't think there was any bad intention at all. But any person who has seen that, with their whether it be Pepsi side or the Kardashian side, should have known like, okay, this could be interpreted this way by this demographic or this by this demographic. Which I believe is but Pepsi's they didn't job. Think that they, yeah, yeah, they didn't think that that was gonna happen because if you Pepsi's really pay attention, I don't think it was happen a either, lot of those people. It wasn't to me. That, those two girls sitting there didn't look. One of them didn't look white to me. And then there was a lot of different colors of, of different yes. cultures of people in the crowd. So I think that, that them feeling like they evened it out, it wasn't going to be interpreted mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But then also, I mean, you, the Kardashians are not our activists. They're not going to be, you know what I mean? That We're not supposed to look up to them for that. But because they have a platform, they feel like 
they have, they have to a bring up certain. Yeah, they do. But mm-hmm. if you pay attention and you watch the show, I watch the show. I they do bring too. up a lot of Every different Sunday. like things that are going on in the world, and then they do their best in talking about it and bringing it up how it affects them. Because their their world and how they live is clearly different than us. Yes. But they're but my I appreciate them just bringing it up in general because it's al- allowing a lot of eyes to look at it. They might not but have I'm saying, the I've best answers for that. it. I've never seen that from Kendall. That was my oh, of course she's the one with this number treatment. One. Kendall was great. I remember her 18th birthday. She got pissed at Chris because Chris wanted to shower her with gifts and Kendall wanted, gave them all to the children's hospital in Los Angeles. I remember yeah. this episode. This one, everybody was like, I think I like Kendall or some or some shit like that. And I'm just but, saying Kendall as the brand, by the way, not the girl. Okay, well, Kendall as the brand is known as a model. That is she, who she, she is. But she, if you She's so far removed her. from her sister's sex tape. Right. She's on Estee. I'm not saying anything, any connection with Kim and Kendall. I'm saying that her family, who she comes from, is stocked with people who should have known do as not Pepsi. put this out. As is Pepsi. Re- as is Pepsi. I'm not saying it's Kendall's fault, but I'm saying there's, it goes both ways. I'm sure Chris did not let that air without her seeing it. Yes, but in fairness, in fairness, Chris only posted, she only aired the 30-second clip. So we don't know if she saw the condensed uh, BET version or if she saw the full Super Bowl version. Okay, let me ask you guys a question. If they made the scene more of a university, right? Like it was student student march. No, let me set it up for you. (laughs) So if they made the scene a a university and then there was not a line of cops, because that seems also what everybody's upset about. And it was one security guy. So they're marching, they're on a university, and all these people are marching, and the same stuff is happening. And then she sees one security guy, and let's let's make him like look goofy, not as attractive as homeboy or whatever, just like, oh, like a funny security guy, and goes and hands him a Pepsi. That changes everything? It does. Okay, so... Absolutely. The, so what you're, you're upset about you're is that marching in the streets. they were marching in the streets, and because the cops were lined, or to me, they didn't look like cops. They, so the people were lined were up. police officers. So is that the two things that made this... I Literally, believe, not okay. To speak to your example, I believe that if this took place with a university protest and there was a, one security or a couple security guards there, that is totally different. And not than lined up. In the streets. A mar a protest, a march, and then there's a line of cops. With the with the climate of mm-hmm. things. Like you said, with bad timing, it's just the climate. It's never been the right timing in American history for this ad to air. Because people have been protesting and marching since I can remember. That's what I was gonna say. It happened so, with the women's march as well. So right. I believe that which is a whole totally different uh subject because I have my own issues with the women's march. Oh, but man. uh oh yes. <laughs> Oh, I will never forget the 50-something percent of white women who are responsible for Trump being in the White House, but they want to turn around and march. But anywho, um, well. Kendall, this this commercial, I don't like the the inception of it at all. I, I, it should have never even been dreamt up because it's trivializing and, like I said, Disneying the severity. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. The severity and the realness and of what protests are and the realness of what... I don't protest. Like, I've never been on the streets protesting, but I know people who have, and I've talked to people, and the shit is not fun. I just listened to Netta, who's a part of uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Literally, I listened to her go through her Ferguson journey, because that's when she started Mm -hmm. protesting. And none of that 
was sugar-coated. None of that is, right. it, it could have been solved with a crisp, cold, refreshing Pepsi from the cooler. Right, so it, but it, we all know that. It, I know, but I'm saying it trivializes it, and I feel like it takes away from the importance of why people are out no, here their, their getting their tagline mazed. was, be bold, be different, stand up for, and pay attention to something more than yourself. That was the point of the commercial. It wasn't that my uh, this Pepsi is going to solve all problems. Yeah. It was, hey, we want to be a part of the movement the of being point. bold because we think our drink is bold. The intention it's, was not wants bad. people to be different. I appreciate the fact that they want people to just stand up, be different, and pay attention to things that are going on outside of themselves Listen, Amber, and I'm stand not, up for something. I'm not taking away from that. The intention was not bad. The execution was shitty. Oh, I feel you. That's mm-hmm. just what I understand. That, I, I changed the, the thing up and you guys felt different, so they should have paid attention the to those lead in, mm-hmm. The lead-in was great. The pitch meeting probably was great. This is how we gonna do this. Yeah. We gonna really mm-hmm. have people talking and da-da-da-da-da. The execution of it was Horrible. They it should was stick horrible. with um, Britney Spears and Beyonce and Pink talking about real Well, rock no, you. no. Yeah, Ludacris at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you, you got know Britney Spears with the sixties and You 70s. gotta jazz it up. You got no one wants the same Beyonce stuff. Beyonce had a great Beyonce uh, commercial. I, that's Beyonce. What's Kendall gonna do? I must. Say, I think Kendall was bad in general. I'm just saying that you have to jazz it up. You can't have all of your ads look the same as far as, oh, let's keep having musicians dance in front of mirrors and do concerts and crack open a Pepsi. I like the direction where they were going like, okay, this is going to be different because Coke got, to me, Coke ads got tired with that damn polar bear. You gotta jazz it up. (laughs) You gotta reinvent things. I like Annie the Popeyes lady. I like the Pine Saw lady, but you gotta find, I like Mr. Clean, but you have to find ways to jazz up your marketing and your advertising. And I get, that the intention I see I felt like I could see the intention through that ad but the execution was absolutely shitty and Kendall being sweet and a lot of people's favorite that is not excuse it also Kendall being 20 and young I, I want to be clear and from Calabasas does not ex- ex- excuse it because she is in the industry mm-hmm. um, but I still personally hold Pepsi more accountable than I do Kendall that is where I am with I that. I wish they would have used Homegirl that was on that panel, Issa Rae, the one that was on Hit the Floor and also uh, White People. What's that What's that show on? Uh, they Dear do, White People. Dear White, White People. people. Oh, yeah, what's yeah, her yeah. name? I wish they would have used someone like her. Because do you remember her speaking on that panel at Issa Rae? Yeah. Uh, she blew my Logan mind. Logan Browning. She is so intelligent and mm. so aware. And it, do you think it would have been different if there was a black model? That's if what it I'm saying. Been Alex mm-hmm. she, that's, that's who she Absolutely. is. She's in Dear White People. If that's Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o was the new Pepsi oh, spokesperson. Oh, that would have definitely been hey. received differently. Yeah, it that would have been, been great, mm-hmm. actually. Differently. People would have went mm-hmm. up for it. Mm-hmm. So, and or I think... Home girl that's in like all the new Will Smith movies. What's her name? She was in... Uh, she was There's in, new um, Will Smith movies. I'm like, what? Was she was, oh, in Concussion, she was Will Smith's husband. And then also she, um, or yeah, <laughs> end up being wife. Um, they were like girlfriend, whatever. And then, oh yeah, I said husband. Oh yeah. And then she was in uh, Beauty and the Beast just now. Like she was the girl that was like the sweeper. She ended up Lumiere's. Okay. Okay. Oh, I saw Beauty and the girl. sassy one. I she saw is Beauty bummed. and the Beast. I did not see Concussion. But it would have been different if they would have cast someone. And to speak to Jace's point, we'll cast someone different. And to speak to your point, Jace, even though fans of the show and people who follow pop culture like myself know Kendall Jenner to be Kendall Jenner to the mass public, it's another Kardashian. So that yeah. added insult to right. injury. Like you have a Kardashian do, championing for social justice with the damn Pepsi. I agree with like, you. Like, <laughs> I agree. It's, you know. So, yeah, we can... Yeah, Does that got, about wrap it up? That, that yeah. wraps it up. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. It was super like, she had, she's booked. And she like literally <laughs> texted me like, oh, we could have still done it. Because we're supposed to record earlier because we're trying to accommodate mm-hmm. Kendall. And we ended up pushing it back. Um, and so she texted me like, oh, we could have still recorded. I was like, 
Well, I'm still on my way to LA, so yeah, let's yeah. just do it. Throw some sweats on. We're not. We're not because we pushed it. it to next week because I had a meeting this morning, mm-hmm, and then that wrapped right. early. I'm like, wait, hold on, where's Jace? Because mm-hmm. especially next week they try. They're trying to book me for that thing. She's booked. Uh, it's getting crazy. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I'm, it's I'm here crazy. for it. Uh-huh. Thank goodness. Every second of it. It's time. Yeah. Well, all thanks for us. coming in super last minute. Of and Your input, your intellectual, your beauty. I call her baby mama. Yeah, my mm-hmm. baby daddy. Mm-hmm. We've been saying that. Uh, but of course I love being here with you guys and the discussions we have is amazing I just love it unnecessary yes Mm -hmm. three diverse individuals Um, so yeah that wraps up the show please tweet us follow us hashtag rate subscribe all that fun stuff rate on iTunes as well if you are subscribed to iTunes please give us a rating and make sure you guys go check out Reverie and download the app Um, and weigh in we want to know what you think about the Kendall Jenner and we mm want to know what you think about what are are things all of the questions all of the topics presented weigh in because I love interacting with Mm -hmm. y'all and and learning y'all's tea Mm -hmm. y'all sit up here and listen to my tea every other, well, now weekly. weekly now I want to yeah. know your tea. Because y'all slide in my DM talking about what I thought. I'm like, no, let's just have a conversation publicly about it. I mean, still send me the DMs, but, you know. But anyways, till next week. See you all next week, and Kendall will hopefully be back. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.